Welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Nathan. And we're both licensed professional counselors in Oregon here to open up our lives and minds with you. We'll share some of our experience as counselors, business owners, and most important of all, as everyday people. Hi, and welcome to Shrink Think. This is our podcast that explores the human experience from two therapists' perspective. We use a little humor and a lot of compassion to help you understand yourself and learn new ways of being. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to our very first episode of the Shrink Think podcast in the brand new year 2021. 2021, the fresh start, the clean toilet bowl to the to the 2020 that just got flushed. May God have mercy on its soul. And may God have mercy on all of us listening to whatever you just are talking about there. Nathan always, always finds a reason to add some potty humor. That's why we love you. Uh, welcome to the episode. Today we wanted to talk a little bit about our vision for the podcast for 2021. We just did some thinking and some talking about kind of our goals for the year, kind of where we see ourselves going and also what's going on in the world. I think if you were starting a podcast, any other point in history, I guess it would be really interesting if you were starting a podcast in like the early 1900s. (laughs) Very interesting. Any other point in history where you have technology, I think it would be very different because so much of what's going on in the world affects what's your focus or what's on your radar because people are just so limited in a lot of ways. So we want to kind of get ahead of that and highlight some of the things going on in the world and how we're going to address them. So we've got a few reasons for you to listen to this episode, and then we'll talk to you about the topics just kind of broadly that we want to cover. We'll cover a lot more than we share today as things go on throughout the year, but we'll give you a few of those. Uh, We'll talk about some of the people we want to interview on the podcast, how we hope to grow this year as hosts and co-hosts. And then also why all of these things are important to you, our valuable listeners. So get started. Why listen to this episode? We're sharing kind of our process and where we're going. We think that with 2020 behind us, we want a fresh start to the new year and we want to kind of join you in, in that process and get you started with what's going on and how to you know, set a vision for a new year. And hopefully with all the things going on in the world... We want to be able to highlight those and address them directly to give you some tools or some perspective on what you can do about what's going on with the new perspective. Nathan, you were kind of talking about this earlier before we started recording. You know, you mentioned the whole like toilet flushing thing. It's funny, but maybe you can kind of elaborate on what that means for 2020 and how that affects this whole fresh start idea for 2021. Yeah, I think one of the things that I do not do as well is plan out far in advance. I'll do some planning that'll last for like a week, you know, plan my week out. But for those of you that are business owners, um, this episode, I really hope that you will take some time inside your headspace as you're listening to kind of understand maybe why Aaron and I are thinking these are the things that you need to consider moving forward. And we're living in a, you were just saying, Aaron, very unique world right now. Seems like there's potential controversy around every corner. We're not trying to to deal with that directly, but as therapists, you're going to be 
looking at that with different clients having different viewpoints coming in. And that's always been true. It's going to be more true, I think, moving forward. And as people, you know, you're just trying to live your life and do your thing. And we hope to be helpful in what we will present to you as far as different topics, intergenerational traumas. I know one that we were looking at trying to cover. Anyway, that's kind of where I was coming from. Yeah. And I think along with that, you talk about a fresh start and kind of get on top of things here, casting a vision or how we want to handle things for the new year. Also, I think for us, it's also just a way of getting excited. I think with this new year, it feels like, okay, we have a podcast that's going and we've got some legs behind it. We've got some experience here. What else do we want to do now with a brand new year with this podcast that's going? And so we have a lot of excitement over what's coming and all the possibilities that could be coming ahead. And we just want to share that excitement with you. And hopefully you'll get excited with us so that you'll keep listening and share the podcast with people that you know and care about that can find it interesting. And also leave us lots of reviews on iTunes and Spotify and iHeart. That's Nathan's favorite right there. Because I always make sure you throw the iHeart in there. Um, Some of the topics that we want to discuss this year, and like I said, there'll be a lot more, but I'll mention a few. And we'll expand on these just a little bit, just to give you a little flavor on this. But compassion fatigue and burnout is one of them. How to niche your business to make it authentic to you. Nathan mentioned intergenerational trauma. That's another one. And then efficiency and organization, I think, is Nathan's favorite. He's really looking forward to to learning about that one. But let's break these down a little bit. Let's first talk about why compassion fatigue and burnout. What is that? And and how do you see us tackling that? I think it's funny. We're like, 2020, we're going to start a fresh start in 2021 because nobody has any compassion fatigue or burnout from 2020. It's like there's a never ending horror fest that you're living inside of right now as a parent. Oh, let's do school that's online. That should be easy. No problem. While you're also working at home online (laughs) in the same room. So convenient. Um, So you know actually what burnout and compassion fatigue are and where do you get the time to recover? I mean, the basic healing behind burnout and compassion fatigue is figuring out ways to be healthy and recover. So we'll we'll talk about that. Uh, Compassion fatigue is basically overdoing compassion. We have a limited amount of that kind of chemistry in our body. And when you're going and going and going and going, you kind of, you just expend those resources. Typically, the medical professions are huge on compassion fatigue, but parental caregiver burnout. I mean, if you're a parent, you've probably burned out in 2020. So now you're looking forward and going, okay, sweet, 2021, here we are, but you're also not a dum-dum. And you know that something miraculous didn't occur from between December 31st and January 1st. But we're hopeful. We're going to try to be hopeful. Things are definitely going to be different. And so we'll see how to navigate this and hopefully just all do that together. I think another form of compassion fatigue or burnout can be organizational. You know, if you are part of a group that, I guess, helps other people, you know, you talked about the medical professions, like a group of nurses or people in hospice. All those kinds of things, and even, you know, in our field, therapists and social workers, those are individual people, but also as organizations that take care of people, there can be a lot of, like, you know, frontline burnout, things that people have been doing kind of on speed for the last nine, ten months or so. So we want to be able to look at things from that perspective, and then also just in terms of healing for burnout, okay, what is it, how do you handle it, but also maybe as we're coming out of it, hopefully here in 2021, 
and we can get a fresh start and catch a breath of fresh air, what does it look like to actually heal from burnout? So we'll cover that topic. Nathan, tell us a little bit about niching your business. This was kind of a little bit of your idea. It's kind of this branding idea or or, um, helping business owners get maybe more acquainted with or narrowed down who they are and how their identity as a brand or as an organization can be reflected in this environment. Yeah, I think the biggest difficulty actually is really going to pertain to where you live to a large extent. And what I mean by that is, um, and well, and also the type of business, but if you're a local business, you probably want to figure out how your business is going to interact with this entire thing called um, <laughs> the COVID. I don't know. I want to call it something interesting, but I can't think of anything cool. Just the idea that you're being trapped in the way that you need to do business according to how you did it before and how you need to look to do it moving forward. It's like you've been in this weird stuck place of, okay, should I, do I do, do I do something different now? How about now? How about now? And now here we are in 2021, we've got this hope, but there's still lockdowns. And that's why I guess I'm saying it depends on where you live. So there's still different things going on, but either way you have to determine where you stand and it's getting closer and closer for you to figure out where you actually, like how to actually take that stand and encourage customers to come in, encourage people to go to your business, and to be, quite frankly, to still create unity moving forward. Yeah, and as you say that, just to be clear, we're not, you know, you mentioned earlier, we're not talking about the whole political thing. We're not talking about, you know, dealing with like as a societal or cultural level, but really just as a business, talking about who you are, what are your values, What's your identity? There's one way to, to say this. I think you talked about the customer experience a little bit. You know, what do you want your customers to think about you or to experience from your brand or your business? But also, as you say no to certain things as, a, as an organization, you're also going to free yourself up to say yes to all of the right things. And then when you say yes to those things, you're saying, okay, this is who I am and this is who I am not. We want to be able to cover that on a real practical level in this environment. So hopefully you can kind of see the difference between the political stuff and all the, all the I guess, what we mean about branding yourself, identifying yourself in that climate. I think to be more specific, it's like some of you have been waiting to decide what you're going to do because we've been waiting for a different, like what's going to be the environment? Are they going to open this or are they going to close that or whatever? It's getting to the point, though, where you're just going to need to make the decision. Whatever that happens to be, we're going to do more online or we're going to do whatever it happens to be. The waiting game is going to need to come to a close one way or another. Yeah, just I'll give one example I can think of. In our field, I know there are a lot of therapists that I think up until now have been predominantly in person. And actually, I know a lot of people that are now completely 100% online only. And if you would have asked them a year ago, hey, would you ever consider being an online-only business and giving up your office space, you know, selling all your furniture and just working from home, they would have said, no, no way I'm ever going to do that. But because of everything that's happened, people have shifted and there's a whole new kind of identity here that people are experiencing. So that's just one example. Um, Moving on, one of the other topics we want to talk about is intergenerational trauma. What the heck is that? It's a big word. Wow. So, man, that's a toughie, too. So, you know, you've been traumatized. Okay. You've had something bad happened. Like 2020, you mean? (laughs) Actually, that probably will work moving forward. 
but yeah, so you've had maybe something bad happen. And I, there's, a, there's a laundry list of bad things that can happen to us. But I'm talking about what we would call capital T trauma. So stuff that's, that anybody would go, wow, that's not good. And then you grow up. You still haven't really totally worked through that or maybe you worked through it a little bit. And now you are a parent. So now you are dealing with that type of thing while you're parenting. Meanwhile, maybe, maybe your kiddo also has something bad happen to them. So now there's mass chaos psychologically in the family system and everything's kind of, <laughs> I like the word kitty wampus. It's all kind of just not going very well. And so how do you navigate it? How do you, how do you move forward with it and be quote unquote, whatever normal would be? Yeah, so we just want to look at this idea of how trauma affects different generations and how the accumulation of that affects families or generations of people. So, for example, you were talking about like the big T trauma that affects you when you're a child. I think you can also look at that as like if you zoom out a little bit more from one more generation down, what if your parents have big T trauma or one of your parents has a big T trauma? They go through all that stuff that you just talked about, Nathan, and then they are your parent, and that's what you're raised with. And then you're that kiddo that's got some of those issues. And then you are raised by that environment, and then you grow up and then raise your own kids with your own kind of effects from your parents. So like that whole thing, I think, develops a sort of lens through which you can look at the world and affects how you do things, things that you're okay with or not okay with because of the way you were raised or because of your parents' trauma and how they reacted. You know, another simple example that I think of that I've heard a lot is people who were, let's see, their parents' generation grew up um, around the Depression, the Great Depression. They did not have a lot of money, and so they saved a lot, and so that affected a lot of life growing up. There was not a lot of spending, tons of saving, Maybe you made enough money, but it's like, we just didn't spend. We didn't go out. We didn't do anything because the parent was all about saving money because they grew up in the depression, poor and saving money. And that affected their entire life of how they did things. And so maybe now, you know, you were raised in that environment and you're a miser with money. Or maybe you went to the other end of the spectrum and you're like, well, now that I have money, I don't have to save, you know, because we never could buy anything. And now I want to buy everything. Um, it's just a silly example, but all those kinds of things I think are really interesting and important to talk about because a lot of us have that experience. And then lastly, we put down on our list that we want to talk about um, efficiency and organization. This is this is my favorite. I love this kind of stuff. Tell <laughs> us why, Aaron. <laughs> because it makes life easier. You know, I don't know if you know this, but actually routines, at least for men, men really like routines. Because, and you're going to love this, because when we have routines, we can shut our brains off and focus on something else. We don't have to think about what we're doing. It's just automatic. Like, just go over there and get the coffee and pour it into my cup and then sit down and start drinking. Like, I can be thinking about nothing while I'm doing that and saving my energy for something else. No, but it, it makes life easier because on, on a couple of fronts, if you're a business or a business owner then you need systems and procedures to make things run smoothly. If you don't have those systems, then people are going to be asking you, well, how do we do this and how do we do that? You're going to be figuring things out. And maybe you've got some inconsistencies. You do things one way and then a different way, and then that creates some confusion. So 
all of these efficiencies and organizations put things where they're supposed to go and tell you how to do things so that you don't really have to ask those kinds of questions. Let's just be honest, though. You already have a routine. It's happening. Um, So what we're going to do is try to challenge you and give you some ideas about maybe some ways that you could change your routine, add something to it to just be more efficient. That sounds funny. Add something and you'd be more. Probably figure out a way to take things away would probably be the better move. But people have some great ideas out there. Um, And part of the reason why you have the routines you have is because at the time, that was the best way to do it. It's just, you know, things change and to try to understand um, how to move forward in an efficient way. So you're not making um, these looming big changes all of a sudden, you can kind of be more of a tactician and go like, oh, that's probably a good idea. Maybe I'll adopt that. So we hope to find some people to interview moving forward that will be helpful in that. We, you know, we've already brought up Green Oak Accounting we had on there to try to help folks out that way. So that type of thing. Yeah, and we also are really interested in, on the personal level, some strategies and disciplines to keep you focused or help you to achieve healthier habits or more balance in your life. And so I was thinking about life coaches, people who do this for a living, who help people with just very, very specific things to help you with your personal life. Because I think also, you know, if you struggle in one area, you probably struggle in another area. They're very different. You know, you can have all kinds of systems at work, but at home it can be a struggle because it's a different environment. So um, those are a bunch of the topics we hope to cover. We also want to interview a bunch of people like Nathan was talking about. We want to talk to some mental health experts in the field. Obviously, we are therapists and we you know, know lots of mental health experts and we've interviewed some of them on the show. We'll have some more of those people. Obviously, we want to give you some tips and strategies for dealing with some of the like the intergenerational trauma stuff for example, or the compassion, fatigue, and burnout. But we also want to talk with other podcasters. We hope to just have other other people, whether they're just podcasters or they're kind of a mix of a few things, life coaches, business coaches, and they've got a podcast. We'd love to get you guys on and hear some of what you have told your audience so that we can, you know, join forces and, and tackle really these same issues together. Also, we want to learn from you guys and we want to share some stories or some experiences about podcasting that maybe have been interesting. And then lastly, we would love to interview people that have been authors. Um, I've got a couple of books that I read recently that I was like, man, that is so good. I want to have those people on. One of them, I'm just going to put it out there. Over the summer, I read Lori Gottlieb's Maybe You Should Talk to Someone. And it was so good. I felt like I mean, I'm not going to go into it too much, but I would love to have Lori on the show just to talk about her experience because it's so unique. She was like in film production before and then became a therapist. And then also just the way that she talks about being a therapist that I think is so real, that is so different also from what you learn in academia, you know, when you meaning like when you go to uh, grad school and they teach you like how to be a therapist, like she talks about a lot of stuff that they don't teach you in grad school. So great book. Um, I'd love to have people like that on the show. There's a bunch of others, but we just would love to get lots of different people to give you some professional opinions and advice and skills and strategies that they've learned to share with our audience. This is why I love Aaron, because he his vision is stratospheric. He's going to help you guys. Like, I would love to interview Lori Gottlieb, the New York Times bestseller. I, I hope our Widow Widow podcast can get, can get her on. But that would be so great. And, you know, the other thing, too, that I was that I was thinking as you were saying that about her, she also did a stint as a resident, as a doctor. So 
a really smart lady and very, very open with her process about being a therapist. And so uh, at any rate, that would be great. People like that. We hope that ultimately you have began to trust us as therapists, business owners, and humans. And at this point, we're just, we're trying to curate this knowledge for you and basically put it out there for you. Yeah, we want, we want to have important topics and people on the show so that it's, you know, it's informative, it's helpful, it's relevant to what's going on in the world, it's relevant to your life. And we don't just want to have things that are entertaining. Obviously, we want to try to be entertaining along the way because we have to live our own lives and we're like, <laughs> we need to be entertained while we're doing this hard work. And as we're talking about some difficult things like money or personal disciplines or intergenerational trauma, you also got to take that with a grain of salt and have a little bit of fun with it. So we're going to try to keep that as we always do along the way. But we also want to be exposed and expose you guys to new things that you might not know about. Like the whole thing with Julie at Green Oak Accounting, I was like, wow, there's just some stuff here that I, I didn't know about that was really interesting, and I want to know more about it. So we hope you will have more of those experiences. And then hopefully with all of that, you'll have just a more enjoyable experience listening to our podcast, and that'll make you want to keep listening and share this more with the people around you. Yeah, we really appreciate uh, your listenership and we want to maintain it. So if you have any ideas of anything, make sure that you let us know, give us a message out there. We're just really concerned with making sure that we are helpful to you. We want to learn and grow ourselves, which is the entire reason why we did this. So we really hope that this year is a good one for everyone. And we just thank you so much for listening. Thanks for joining us on the Shrink Think podcast, the start of a brand new year, 2021. Let's make it a good one together. We'll see you guys next episode. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to our show. Don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also visit our website at www.shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course and sign up for our free email course nine ways to overcome fear and self-doubt and you'll get nine weeks worth of customized practical strategies you can use to get past the fear that's holding you back in your life thanks again for listening